and uh, I want to hear your initial reaction and or follow up, and then we'll go right to press questions from there. Yeah, look, I mean, this is this is boxing, right? So these types of things happen, and it's unfortunate, but you know, still going to be a massive fight, just like it was last time. Uh, there's celebrities coming out left and right. People are even some people are even more excited to see see me fight Tyron again, and there's. Uh, unanswered questions. That's why the slogan for the fight is leave no doubt. Uh, I've gotten so much better in this training camp and I'm going to leave no doubt. I want to knock this guy out and uh, we can move on from there. But for the Furies, it's an embarrassment. You know, the, they said, oh, we'll fight. We'll fight Jake with a broken rib. We'll fight Jake with a chest infection. We'll fight Jake with our arms tied behind our back. Uh, and then when it actually came to fighting me, they pulled out. So, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. All right. For a press, you guys know the drill. Use the raise hand function on the keypad, and I'll uh, invite you to ask your question. I'm going to have you please identify yourself and your outlet that you're covering for. We'll start with James Bell. Yes, uh, James Bell from the Boxing Source here. Uh, Jake, um, kind of like going to uh, you working with uh, Amanda Serrano. I know that you have your most valuable promotions, and she's alongside there with you in training. So how is it like working with her and promoting her in order to get the big fights later on down the line? Amanda's great. You know, she's a superstar, and uh, we're just excited to help her elevate her career to the next level because she's put in the work. She's one of the greatest boxers ever, men or woman. And uh, most valuable promotions is just excited to work with her to give her those the paydays that she deserves and to put her on that pedestal. And that's what we've done so far. And we're eyeing a mega fight between Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano in 2022. Um, so it's, it's exciting. And just looking to elevate this sport, that's really what I've done since I've come in and every which way and women's boxing is a is a big passion of mine all right thank you jake thank you james We're going to go to nolan king nolan hey jake nolan king from uh usa today and mma junkie here um obviously for tyron to get this rematch there's there's a lot for him to gain he can get his win back or he can get the you know the win that he was seeking the first time around but for you what do you feel like the biggest thing is for you to gain here uh you know having fought tyron once before and already defeated him uh, for me, the biggest thing to gain is proving people wrong from last time that thought he won, uh, which is hilarious, including the judge who made it a split decision. Uh, clearly, he was at some different fight. Uh, but now I'm just going to back that up and go and knock this guy out. And it just goes to show that when I say anyone, anytime, any place, I mean it. And most fighters aren't like that. And for me to take whoever, wherever, whenever, this early on in my career, doing eight-round fights and in my fifth fight, it's unheard of. So people just need to realize how serious I take this and how a lot of these other professional fighters don't train as hard as me. They're not as prepared as me. And like Tommy Fury, he pulled out of the fight because of you know some silly little thing. I fought with a broken nose. I fought sick. The list goes on. So the last fight against Tyron, I had a hyperextended elbow. Didn't say anything. Why? Because it doesn't matter. I'm still going to go in there and find a way to win. So that's my motivation is win. And I saw in the video you put out this morning, you had talked about how you're going to, uh, you know, give Tyron $500,000 should he be able to knock you out. What was the, uh, what was the, the, 
motivation behind that offer from you as well? Man, you know me, I like to make things more interesting all the way across the board. You know, there's been this rumor going around about a no knockout clause in my contracts, which someone started and everyone else ran with, you know, people are like sheep. They just believe anything they read or see uh, and they go whichever way the crowd is going. So that's been a rumor that is completely untrue. I'll be in jail for rigging fights. It's illegal. Um, and so we just wanted to squash that rumor right away. And we're from now on, we will be giving bonuses uh, to my opponents if they can knock me out. Because we want to incentivize them, prove to the media that, you know, all of this, prove to the media and the world that all, all of these rumors aren't true. And to be Last clear, week. that's contractual in Tyron's agreement. So there's a contractual guarantee that if he knocks out or TKO's Jake, he gets a $500,000 bonus payment. Gotcha. Thanks. Yeah. And the last one for me, uh, ahead, you know, Tommy has issued a statement since his withdrawal saying that, you know, he apologized and, and said that he's dealing with a broken rib and a chest infection and that he hopes that this would be something that would be able to be run back next year. Uh, the fact that he pulled out of this fight, would that give you any hesitation of signing to fight him again in the future? It does. It, it really does. You know, he didn't show up to the press conference and then he pulled out of the fight. He's done a terrible job at promoting the fight that we had. <laughs> he posted on social media whenever, like once uh, every other week, you know, he, he's not as hype as everyone thought. Uh, and I'm pissed off now. I don't like them. I don't like anything to do with the family. I think they're sketchy. I think they're shady. And I don't see really a reason to go, come back next year and give him that big of an opportunity and that big of a payday. It would almost be more fun and more satisfying for me to just leave him in the dust and make him – Make him fight till he's 25 and 0 if he gets that far to get the same payday that he was getting in his eighth fight. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it. Nolan, thank you. Let's go to Jake Donovan. Jake. Thanks. Hello, Jake. This is Jake. Um, I just wanted to ask, obviously it's too late to adjust for, you know, uh, in training, you know, from Tommy Fury to a rematch with Tyron, but is there anything different about this training camp that was the case in your last one? Yeah, I mean, we changed up a lot of things. Uh, a, a to Z, you know, last last fight showed, okay, Jake's not just going in there and knocking Tyron out. You know, there's a lot of things to work on. I didn't fight my best fight for sure, so it wasn't even my best night, but there was a lot of things to work on, and we did that this camp. We went 10 times harder. I've sparred almost 200 rounds uh, since that fight and changed up a lot of details. Diet, uh, it was one of the big things. I, I really like stopped eating as much, uh, as many carbs. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we got brought in a nutritionist, and he tweaked every little thing, and I'm 10 pounds lighter than I was going into the last fight. Uh, so I'm feeling faster, but also stronger at the same time. Gotcha. I appreciate that. And then I also appreciate you clearing up, you know, the no contract, uh, no, no knockout, you know, rumor in your contract. If you can also clear up a rumor about drug testing involved in this fight. Yeah. Same thing. Again, it's people making stuff up. John Fury, again, he spent 11 years in prison. He's a delusional old guy uh, and making a rumor up. And, of course, everyone believes anything they read on the Internet today, which is 
sad because people don't actually look into it. But the, the smart ones who did look into it saw, oh, wait, no, there is drug testing for this fight. The Florida State Athletic Commission is drug testing uh, Jake and Tommy multiple times. Um, and so there, there was never a denial on, on my end of doing any sort of drug tests. And then I look at that same thing where they're out there saying, Tommy will fight Jake with an arm tied behind his back. Tommy will fight him with this. Tommy will fight him with that. And then it turned out not to be true. Then they come out and say, oh, Jake didn't want a drug test. So wait a second. <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they're the ones using the steroids or whatever it is. Like, who knows? They're a shady family. And do a side-by-side picture of me and Tommy. Gotcha. I look like I eat cookies there. You know, like I'm not, I'm like sort of a, <laughs> I'm in shape, but I'm just like always been naturally sort of a tubby kid. And Tommy is ripped to shreds. Why isn't he fat like Tyson? My guess is whoever smelt it dealt it. Gotcha. Thanks for clearing that up. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Jake, do you eat cookies? Not a real <laughs> I did. I, I did eat cookies in the last camp, but this camp I, I cut them all out. Um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I didn't I, no but seriously like I love cookies man I lo- and it's Christmas I got my Christmas tree like right here I'm waiting I'm waiting till I can have some cookies December uh, after after this fight oh. all right our next one comes from Jeremy Herridges Jeremy hi Jake Jeremy Herridges with fansided.com uh, when you get the news that Tommy's out, was Tyron your go-to for this fight, or did you have other candidates in mind? Yeah, I mean, Tyron was the immediate go-to. You know, he had he had been training. And, uh, again, last fight was massive, had a ton of hype around it, and there was unanswered questions. Um, so he was really the, the perfect person to throw in there. Your comments about Tommy and pulling out of this fight, it really seems like you're kind of questioning his heart. Are you also questioning his motives? Do you feel like he was looking for an out in this fight? For sure, man. I I question everything about that family. And when you throw – this kid is 22, right? So when you throw a 22-year-old in who – he's never accomplished anything himself. The only reason he's anything is because of his brother. So he's had a silver spoon in his mouth his whole entire life. He's got fame because of his brother, and he's never actually had a real opponent. He's only been put in there with people who were meant to lose. So when you throw in that, you throw in your fighting me, I'm, I'm a scary guy to fight. The shit talk, the pressure, all of this, I think he cracked and, and looked and tried to find a way out 100%. I, I truly believe that in the deepest bones of my body, and um, – it's just unfortunate. Thank you for the time, Jake. Much appreciated. Thanks, Jeremy. Next question is from Damon Martin. Damon, go ahead. <clears throat> hey, Jake. Damon Martin from MMA Fighting. Um, can you kind of give me a timeline how this whole thing unfolded? Like, when did you get the news that Tommy wasn't going to fight? And then how quickly did the Tyron fight come together? Yeah, I got the news uh, early early Friday morning uh, when, when it was – pretty much a done deal. Uh, and my manager, Nikisa, had already spoken to Tyron, who was willing to step up. And I believe, you know, later that evening or the next day, we already had the contract uh, signed from Tyron. 
there's I know Tyron really wanted the rematch. We had the whole tattooed bad, all that kind of stuff went on. It seemed like you kind of put him behind you, but is there maybe a little bit of respect that, you know, listen, this is a big opportunity. He's getting a chance to maybe try to avenge his loss, but at the same time, he is taking a fight against you on two weeks' notice. Like, is there a certain level of respect for a guy stepping into a situation like this? A hundred percent. You know, he, he has balls, and uh, t- Tyron deserves a lot of credit for stepping in here. Um, As does Jake, though, Damon. Jake, Jake deserves the same respect, right? He's taking a fight 12 days out when he's 4-0 in his career, doing pay-per-view numbers that no other boxer outside of Canelo is doing on their own. So he's, he's risking a lot to ensure this fight stays together. And last one for you, Jake. You know, last time when I spoke to you in Cleveland after the fight, you know, you didn't make any excuses about your performance, but you said you, you kind of felt weird in there. Your feet felt weird. You just you didn't feel yourself in that fight. Do you feel like this is that chance to kind of rectify what happened the last time? I mean, you won, but you didn't get to put on the performance you wanted to against Tyron. I know you acknowledged that after the fight. Yeah, and that's why this is exciting to me. And that's what I'm using as my motivation is the fact that I get to leave no doubt. And like you said, last fight, I had a hyperextended elbow and uh, I, I was massaging my legs uh, the, the morning of the fight, which is why I, f- I found out that, you know, I get into the ring and I was feeling like just weak, almost like I was like sort of in space. Um, so made a ton of adjustments and he, he he's going to be fighting a different person December 18th. And I'm excited to show him that and to show the world that. Thanks, Jake. Okay, it looks like we have time for a couple more. We're going to go to Stephen Mulhausen. Stephen? There we go. <laughs> Stephen Mulhausen here from The Zone, and thank you, Jake, for the time. And just, you know, you guys were talking about, you know, the respect and everything. Do you feel like you will get the respect once everything is said and done and you do what you feel like you're going to do? on December 18th, do you think the same respect will be there for you for accepting this fight on short notice? I mean, who knows? You know, the story has been people making excuses every which way about my fights. So I I sort of don't care what people have to say or if the respect is there. Uh, The bottom line is I got to go in and knock this guy out. That's that's my job, and I plan on doing so. And we'll, we'll see what happens afterwards, but I could really care less because no one has ever wrote my checks or, you know, the, the haters never paid my bills. So I, I, I don't care what people have to but say. Jake, Jake share, share with them what you said to me when I called you about why you wanted to keep this fight together. I mean, I, I, would, I was just like, the show must go on. I'll, I'll fight. I'll fight anybody, anyone, anytime, any place. I say it. I say that. Our team says that, and we mean it. That's the difference is the shit I say, I mean it. And I think a lot of these fighters, they just say stuff just to say stuff. I have a responsibility to put on this show for my fans. I wanted to fight three times this year. And every fighter on the undercard, you know, imagine them getting the call being like, oh, the event's canceled. Like, that sucks for everybody. A lot of these, a lot of these boxers uh, live paycheck to paycheck you know, fighting and, and they, they need this in their life. So uh, I, I had to step up to the plate and I didn't care who it was that they threw me in there with. So there was no consideration from 
to canceling the card and switching it to maybe sometime in the first quarter of 2022. Uh, from no, I mean, yeah, not on my part. You know, the, there was the the business side of it, the showtimes and and the Kisa who were what we were. They were weighing all the options, and I was like, "Yo, no, like we need to do this fight. <laughs> Throw whoever in there." And uh, I'm because the way I looked at it was. Let's let's see. Okay, they move it to January. They move it to February. Well, Tommy's gonna find an excuse then to not do the yeah. fight. So fuck this guy. Like on to the next one. I have one more, and you know, I know you in on social media have gone back and forth with Javante Davis, and I just wanted to get your thoughts, Jake, on his performance last night. If you even watched the fight. Yeah, I thought he lost. Uh, I think a lot of people will say that. I, I agree as well. Uh, I thought they were going to give it a draw, obviously, because he signed with Mayweather Promotions, Al Heyman, and we know how dirty boxing is and how judges are being paid off. But, uh, of course, those close swing rounds are going to get thrown to Gervonta, but I thought he lost. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't throw his – he hurt his hand or whatever for three rounds. He didn't throw a single left hand, and some of the judges gave those rounds to him. It doesn't make any sense, and – uh, you know, he calls me a clown, but he had a clown performance. Thank you, Jake, for the time and see you next week in Tampa. Thank you, Stephen. So to clarify, the December 18th program is a Showtime pay-per-view event from Amelie Arena, and uh, the card is unchanged other than the main event opponent, obviously, for Jake. Um, Amanda Serrano will face Miriam Gutierrez in a 10-round lightweight bout. Uh, NBA star Darren Williams will face NFL, one of the NFL's leading rushers, Frank Gore, in a four-round heavyweight bout. Those men are making their professional boxing debut. Um, and top junior welterweight contenders, Liam Paro, undefeated fighter, facing Yomar Alamo, also undefeated, in a 10-round junior welterweight bout. Uh, so the event goes on as changed, thanks to uh, the good work by Nikisa, the commitment from Jake, and from Tyron Woodley. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. And, uh, and Jake, thank you for your time. Thank you, guys. We'll see you all next week in Tampa.